back to Two Kims, One Pod. We are your host, Peter Kim. Anji Kim. And uh, we are not related. Thanks for coming back to the pod. If, you've, if you're new to the pod, um, go check out the last um, 18 episodes or so. Is this episode 19? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it is. Um, we're two comedians. We're queer. We're um, angry most of the time. Uh, but today, I, I'm I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling like a little peaceful, maybe a little tired from all this traveling. Yeah, you've been um, traveling a lot. I've been traveling a lot. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be traveling more. So uh, I just wanted to quickly talk about a couple of uh, things that I just did. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Yeah. Not enough people. Not enough people. To, you know what? This month has been really crazy because it's AAPI, which we have not yeah. talked about at all. Um, well, have we not talked about APAHM? <laughs> APA, AAPI, HM? Yeah. Or, or APAHM? APAHM? Can we agree? Happy APAHM to you. Can we all agree on yeah. what we're calling it? Is it AAPI? APAHM? What is it? Wait, is what's it history? The, what's the is it heritage? I? I feel like this is like LGBTQ. We're a little confused, and you know, and then people are like, "Oh, LGBTQ RZ P. You know, like people get <laughs> stupid about that, and they're like, they think they're so fucking clever. Um, no, what what is it? A A P I is Asian American Pacific, Pacific Islander, Islander, correct? Right. So it should be A A P I H M Heritage Month, or is it Asian? Pacific American, American history. I don't know. There's a- too many letters. It's Asian shit. And it's a <laughs> method of Asian shit. It's a method of Asian shit. Yeah. First of all, um, no one's really talking about it. Everyone's like sick of us, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No, I- <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like fucking um, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, Minari. Parasite, what, American born Chinese. <laughs> I know, but it's been a com- accumulation. I think people are just sick of us right now. They're like, stop <laughs> it. Hold up. And then Florida just um, released a, they just signed a bill saying that they have to start teaching Asian American history. I mean, let me Florida. tell you, didn't love seeing DeSantis saying that stuff. I was like, ooh, this ooh. feels ugly. Like, I was Not like, in Florida. Like, Can we skip Florida? I don't yeah. want you knowing about us. And are they, I mean, I don't think the, there are that many over there in florida yeah no that's why they initiated it because there's three of them and they're like whatever we're not gonna get much (laughs) there's nothing to lose and i mean there's so much danger to it where it's this acknowledgement from the worst kind of white people they're like you're Uh you're good yeah you should be studied yeah and it's like like, oh I don't feel like you know the right asian people like if you knew us i don't think you would be promoting this day I don't no, know, you wouldn't even be governor. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is bizarre. But yeah, this month has been heavy on shows for me because it's Mother's Ooh. Day. It's AAPI, uh, yeah. APH, APAN, um, API, uh-huh. APIDA. Like, you know, I've been a lot, part of a lot of these days that we're, okay. we're honoring uh, Americans of all Asian persuasions. Mm-hmm. And... So it's been a heavy month for me with that. And it's also, and also Jewish- it's Mental Health Awareness, Awareness Month. And I'm very, very yeah. mentally ill. And I also... <laughs> and we are very aware. <laughs> and it's also Jewish American Heritage Month. So it's just like all Shut of Shut up. 
Yes. So it's all of it's them. It's Jaham as well? Jaham. Happy Jaham. Thank you. Oh, my God. May is your month. It is. Wow, really all of it. your intersectional identities just coming together in one month, in a 31-day window. It kind of seems a little convenient. Yeah, I know. I can't, and then why? next month, next month is June, so and then I got Pride, nothing. and it's just like... <laughs> and then I got nothing. Starting July July to December, you're not celebrated at no. all. Yeah. No, no one's ever celebrating me, unless no. I force the issue with my birthday, and I kind of make it my month. Oh, yes, you can do that. I don't know if <laughs> you can. But I can. You're, no, you're I'm 40. You're 41 this year. No one cares. No one. No, no one. No one cares. People no actively cares. want me to stop celebrating mm-hmm. birthdays. So, yeah, it's sort of everything. So it's been a busy month. month of shows for you. Tell me uh, how how have they been going on average? If you average out all your shows, give me a zero to ten. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I, I would say that my show i'm like finally hitting a stride with my set and being out there again i am hitting a stride i am also speaking to my people because of the shows that i'm doing i'm not Mm -hmm. doing as many all white bar shows i'm not doing as many all white club shows i'm not doing as many all white shows (laughs) Period. Good for you. The month of May, <laughs> you could escape all whiteness for just just a month. For just this month. And then it's back. Back to the being to, in the Midwest. So, back to white ladies in River North. <laughs> who are upset <laughs> uh, about yeah. me. But I mean, you know, whatever. So wait, tell me about this travel. Tell me about this travel. Oh, so I was just in Houston for a um, we friends and friends of mine and I, a couple of writers. We decided because we're on strike, mm-hmm. we decided to go make like a reality sizzle, if you will. Um, yeah, the the project is uh, working title: uh, An actor prepares a nod to my girl Uta Hagen, <laughs> and um, famous from the crossword. <laughs> from the New York Times crossword. <laughs> um, so uh, if you don't know, there there is a book called An Actor Prepares and it's mm-hmm. all about like an actor preparing for a role and like really doing their own research into like who they are, their history, their background, why they behave this way, et cetera, sense, smell, whatever. Think, and, Daniel, um, think not- Daniel Day, think Christian Bale, think... Sean Penn. Sean Penn. You know, you go... Melissa live- McCarthy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I know she really seemed to turn into an octopus lady for Little Mermaid. So I think she did prepare. Um, so we we decided to do this thing called an actor prepares, which mm-hmm. is a hybrid, like kind of like half improvised, half real people slash like half actors, uh, where we're us three are the only actors who go um, like literally prepare for a role and. Our role is um, we all booked a movie, a a horror movie that Mm -hmm. takes place on a ranch. So we decided to go to our friend Benda's um, dad's ranch and film a little like teaser for it. So it was really fun. Uh, It was really cool. Uh, Shout out to the whole squad, Aaron Diamond, uh, John Coulomb. They really like snapped into, um, you know, directorial, producerial roles. And they were holding cameras and we were mic'd and like we were it was like a real like running gun type of set except we shot everything on iPhones wow um, with like rigs and stuff so yeah. like and, and gimbals and you know just like handheld and dirty yeah. 
um, and we went to uh, this ranch, uh, Riverwind uh, Ranch, and we met with the ranchers and learned about like what it means to be a rancher and like doing like hard labor. Some of us did more, and um, <laughs> it was a great experience. It was a great experience. Now, let me tell you, this was a little outside of. Simon, a little outside of Houston in, yeah. in a town called Simonton, Texas. And then, so we did two days of that and then we went back to Houston to like hang and then just kind of like hang out in the city of Houston, yeah. um, at, you know, and, and just like eat and whatever. I don't know if anyone who listening or our fans are Houstonian or from Houston, mm-hmm. but I got a bone to pick with Houston because I, so I was told it was one of the biggest cities in the world. A big, biggest cities in, uh, in America. So it's like in Texas. In, 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 it, oh, in the in the U.S. It's one of the biggest in the uh, U.S. It's like number four or something. It's like right behind Chicago. Okay. And it's like super diverse or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting like a urban sprawl. You know, like any city that I've lived in, like you, a like, Chicago, like. You go and then there's like the city of Chicago and then okay. you leave the city and then it becomes like Niles or mm-hmm. Schaumburg or whatever. Okay. Right? You have your Suburban, surrounding yeah. suburbs, yeah. right? Sprawl. But the city itself, it, it feels like the city. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like these are neighborhoods. This is a skyline. This sure. is kind of the downtown area, et cetera. Right. So that's what I expect from a city is like a centralized urban landscape. Okay. Where T- tall buildings. culture, yes. tall buildings, culture thrives. A cultural, a cultural center. There's an opera house. There's an art Hello. museum. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yes. But uh, Houston was not this. Okay. Mm-hmm. For being a large city, I did not feel. I don't know even know what what the city looked like. If you told me to just mm-hmm. draw the Houston skyline for you, yeah. could not do it. It was the most expansive. Sure. It felt like L.A. So if That's anyone's ever like. been to L.A. Yeah. If anyone's been to LA, LA is not a city. They mm-hmm. say like, "Oh, LA n- number two, number one city uh, population." Sure, but it is like, it's just a bunch of suburbs linked together by highways. Yeah, and that's exactly how Houston felt, mm-hmm. except it was hot, muggy, filled with mosquitoes, mosquitoes, and ugly as fuck. At least in California, in LA, like you're, you're, it's everything's sprawled out, but there's mountains, sure. there's beaches, mm-hmm. you know, there's nature surrounding the area. So even if you're driving in a highway, like a six, eight lane highway, there's things to see. Not sure. in Houston, there's, there's nothing to see in Houston. There's a yeah, condor. exactly. <laughs> there's like some, there's a tent city, yes. A coyote, you yes. know, something. But Houston was so um, bereft of any semblance of city. Right. And we had to drive so long to get to like a shopping district. So mm-hmm. it was just like shopping malls, um, concrete, like just huge sure. highways and flat. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Imagine like Chicago, but um, no tall buildings. Sure. No discernible neighborhoods, really. Yeah. And then, um, and, and then like uh, just thousands of mosquitoes. It was so crazy. I had never been bitten up that bad. Uh. It was crazy. And the humidity. Oh, my God. Because Houston is on the eastern side of Texas. I didn't yeah. realize this at all. I don't know nothing about Texas. Okay. I don't know I've been anything. to Austin twice. Mm-hmm. And they say Austin's not even Texas. Right. So it's like yeah. 
it, it, so I, this was the first time I was like actually in Texas, the state of Texas. Sure. And let me tell you, uh, there's nothing to see. I was not there. There was nothing glamorous about it. There was nothing like exciting. Usually, when I go to a new city, I'm like, oh, let me get lost and like figure this city out. You know, like there's you're like to, you're Emily in Paris in Houston. Yes. 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 You have a little uh, cowboy hat on. You're wearing your little boots. You're clicking and you're clacking. Yes. You're looking for a little flavor, and there was no flavor. Nothing. There were no like I thought there were. You know, they say everything is big in Houston. Mm-hmm. Bigger in Houston. There were no big brawly men walking around. There was no like cowboy hunks to be seen. These people look like just regular suburban people. Wait, there are no hunks? No hunks. No hunks and boots, like nothing. Like I thought Wait. it was gonna be like every day I'm gonna see like cowboy hats or something like that. There were zero this was hunks. Not it. Zero, zero hunks. hunks. You no hunks to be found. You hunkless. Hunkless yes. and you were hunkless in Houston. <laughs> Wait, I that's crazy, Peter. You did not. And you know I one? turned on my grinder, yes, my jacked, can... all my gay abs. Honey, let me tell you, Uggos to the max. Uggo, Uggo, Uggo. Everyone's an Uggo. No one has their face on their profiles. Everyone's like DL, only their bodies. And like in LA, if they're your DL and you're showing yeah. a body, at least there's like musculature sure. or like abs. Not in Houston. Not in Houston. There is just like Wait, normal their, body. They're showing their regular. They're only showing their bodies, and and it's they're... nothing to look at. <laughs> and trust me, my body's nothing to look at. That's why I have my face up there. Exactly. I'm not presenting my body to be like, ooh, you want some of these? No, this is a personality hire. Like... You are a personality hire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's why you have to put your personality first. Yeah. That's wild. In, in the grand scheme of looks, I'm a diversity pick. <laughs> 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 Wait, it's great. So you're telling me that Houston is the UK of Texas? Is the- <laughs> <laughs> I wish because UK at least there's like a a, um, a monarchy or a history or buildings what about to the, look even at. The, like, what about even the accent? Like a little bit of charm there? Not really an accent. Not really. Uh, uh, in On the ranch, sure. in the smaller rural areas, yes, yes there was the twang. It was yes. twang. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It is charming. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Charming. Yes. I feel like I'm in like the Busan of Korea, you know, it's of true. America. There's a yeah. little bit of like a come hither. There's like a yeah. closeness and intimacy to the informality of the mer- of the language and of the accent. Mm-hmm. There's just something. Yes. You're sharing something personal. There's something yeah. so comforting. It's a, a blanket that they're giving you yeah. over like, by via language. That's so fucking depressing. It was depressing. Let it me tell like you. It sounds like Vegas a little bit. Like the sprawl. <sighs> I wish. I wish it was. Oh, you mean like off off the strip? Off the strip, like Vegas like, minus the strip. Minus the strip, like it's Let just me tell a you, bunch. I've of... never seen Vegas minus the strip. I don't think I will, and I don't think I can because <laughs> it's very Vegas outside a strip is murderous. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. very very hot. Everyone is has to be inside because of how hot it is. You never yeah. see people on the street, so you can't really people no. watch outside of the strip. There was no people watching. That's what I mean. That's the whole reason why you go to a place. What do you look like? Oh what do you God. taste like? What's your whole situation? I mean, yeah. I, I did not love Houston. I did not love Houston. The food was pretty good, I will say. What, Everything what was seasoned food? well. Tex-Mex? Tex-Mex. We had, oh my God. Um, we had Tex-Mex. We had um, like Viet Cajun food. Oh, like, I love Viet Cajun food. Yes. Yes. So yes. that that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, you know, I love you know me. Like I, whenever I go to a city, I love going to three things. Okay, museums, a mm-hmm. used bookstore, and vintage yes. shopping. Yes, okay, those are the three things a must do for me when I travel. 
Mm-hmm. And we went venture shopping and I don't know what it is about Houston. And we were in like the bougie area at Montrose where it's like, okay, I don't know. Kelly Rowland went to school in that area, oh. you know, like, yeah, something like that. Right. So okay. like we're there mm-hmm. and every single vintage shop we went to was flooded with t-shirts and they were like $25 t-shirts. What was like on these t-shirts? Old, like um, a Coca-Cola sign. They're like vintage from 80s Coca-Cola shirt, $27. I'm like, are you fucking nuts? And I understand that like why you're selling t-shirts because it's sure. hot as fuck. So like sure. there's not a lot of like you don't want to be selling like sweatshirts or hoodies or anything that's like thicker than a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't really want to wear around Houston. But it was so weird. Like every store was like had these like old t-shirts and some of them had huge stains on them grease stains and it's like as is and i'm like who the hell's buying this 27 dollars before tax a greasy t-shirt they're selling a greasy t-shirt for 27 dollars in like a bougie area of houston i was i did not understand houston at all inflation i did not get it this this, inflation has a control this is this in this economy absolutely not absolutely not stussy was it a stussy I wish. I, I wish like it was a Stussy. Stussy or, I wish yeah, it was or, a Stussy. Or like a Massimo. A Massimo. You know? Something like that. Not yes. even. Oh, Echo Unlimited. Come on, <gasps> Fat Farm. Yes! Give me a brand that I can relate to. Oh my gosh, that Fat Farm like logo, that cat. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> or the Rhino from Echo. You know? Yes, yes. There was nothing. It was like Nike t-shirts. Oh, also, have you ever heard of this brand called Anti-Social Social Club? What? Right? I've never heard of this brand. Ever. It was like it's a brand. And it was hanging next to um Supreme, which I I know. Yeah. And so uh, I deduced by where it was hanging and the price of Mm -hmm. these t shirts. These it just said anti social social club and it had like a design on it, like a whatever design on it, and that was it. And it was a hundred and twenty dollars for a used t shirt. Anti-social, so, social, that's like so a joke. I'm guessing that's... that it's like supreme, right? I'm, sure. I'm guessing it's like a, it's so rare that they have these drops or whatever. Like it must be because why is anyone purchasing that except for like clout or status, right? For $120, yeah. it's not even new. It's used. It's got a grease stain on it. Okay. Yeah. So like it was so crazy. And I kept seeing anti-social, social club. It must be like a Texas thing or like maybe a Southern thing because I had never heard of that. I thought it was a play on um, Asian American Girl Club. <laughs> is that the? Is that it? The yes. Asian American Girl Club. Girl Club. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I thought maybe like it was just making fun of that or something. Like I, did, I could not. It was really like a whole different culture where I was like, oh, I'm not in the know. I have maybe, no we, idea how to exist in this area. Maybe we're nothing just, makes sense. Maybe we're just too old to know what maybe. this is. Maybe, but I don't know. That brand, I've never seen it before. And they were selling it for so much money. A-S-S-C. Never heard of it. Viewers, listeners, if you've heard of this brand, please write in and let me know how much you're willing to pay for an old version of this with a doodle stain in the back. Like, I don't get why people are buying this. Wait, how long is the shirt? Why is there a doodle stain on the back? I don't know. I don't know. It was disgusting. 
I did not enjoy Houston. I enjoyed um, being at my friend's uh, parents' home and okay. being hosted by them. And it was so it looked fun incredible. to hang out. Diamond sent me some pictures. It looked incredible. It was the so cool. Was so ju- it, the artwork made me juicy. It made me wet. I was so interested in it. Artwork at this house? Yes. Oh, I mean, she has impeccable. so much style. Impeccable. And impeccable taste. And, yes. Impeccable. Yeah. Impeccable. The whole thing is like Norwegian. Yes. Um, clean lines. Um, very mid-century mod. Um Gorgeous. Paintings from like um, her godfather who painted sure. all these. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not even like, ooh, I have this Basquiat or whatever. Like, yes. they were, you know, I love someone who um, showcases paintings and artwork mm-hmm. of like family members. Oh, my godfather painted this, or like my sister painted this, something like that. Yeah. Like, the, the courage it takes to put mm-hmm. up a painting that's not famous or whatever. Sure. Like, it, it, it also means that. There's someone in your family that is artistically talented like that. That's what and I that mean. made I me really sad. Yeah. I there's no, no one, one in my family. family. Yeah. There's not one person in my family that's artistic. No. Like has done anything worth framing. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I mean, I think my aunt has done a really nice rendition of a song in the karaoke. Okay. Sure. <laughs> but you can't really frame that. And I don't know if that counts as being artistic, but I'm just no, it doesn't. Karaoke is not artistic. That's everyone trying to do well. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) if karaoke didn't have a score system, none of us would do it. Is anyone else in your family creative or artistic? Not one. I have a gay cousin who um, dresses up like a dog, like a puppy. He does like puppy play. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, this kink? I, do. the, I know the that pup, kink. Pu- the pup kink. So that gets, he does that. So that's creative. It's creative. Yeah. You got yeah. to put, put together your outfit. You got to be. Yeah. You got to choose what kind of tail that's attached to a butt plug that you yes. stuff in your ass to walk around in these, <laughs> these fairs. So yeah, that's ass creative. That's, and he's a queer. He's you know a queer, what I mean? Yeah. Like. That's you creative. have to be a homosexual to even get, you know, close to creativity. And I'm not saying I'm the I'm the most creative person. Trust me, I can't draw for shit. If someone told me to draw like a, a picture of my own face or like you die, I would say like take me out right now. There's yes. no I, my yes. drawings look like a psychopath. Like I have no like I have I have pictures in my head. Like I'm sure. a very visual thinker, but mm-hmm. I can't translate it to my hand. You know yeah, what I mean? Think here. I think that's why I write because, like, when I see a picture, I I rather I'm be- I'm good at describing it as opposed to like, um, re, just like uh, what is it like translating it to paper with hand? I can't. I mean, my hand doesn't that. work You're that being way. Creative by right? I'm trying, I'm like in terms of drawing. I mean, I can like give visual. You a cube. I can give you a cube. I can shade <laughs> the shit out of a cube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't feel confident about a sphere. I no can way. give you a cone. You could. Yeah. I once, I was uh, once drew my mother with a perm in crepa that is framed in my house. Oh, crepas! Oh my god! Yeah. I I used to use what was it with Koreans and crepas? Why know. were we so into that? So, I don't know. What is crepas? It's like it's like crayon, but thicker. Charcoal, thicker. It's like thick crayons that you can smear. It's thick crayons. Yeah, yeah. That like. It kind of like, like comes on wet. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's moist, you know, and it's, but I drew my mother with a perma. It's very flat. 
and I drew uh-huh. like little circles around our head, and in order uh-huh. to show that it was both black and brown, I made the first halo around our head brown, and then I drew another circle that's all black. I didn't think to mix them. <laughs> like, yeah, how old were you? I don't know, old enough to know better. <laughs> this is yeah. Um, yeah, see, and that's the best thing you've ever done. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, we're not creative say, people. But no, I mean, like, we are creative in so far We're not visually we're not, creative. We're not, yeah, visually we're not visually creative. Yeah, there's we're not no visual one in my art family. people. No. I don't think there's anyone else in my family that's even remotely creative. Again, like, I have a cousin that was addicted to cocaine. That's not creative. Everyone's addicted to cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point. Who does cocaine just like non addictively? <laughs> It's like asking someone like, hey, you want to do some cocaine? I could take it or leave it. No one does that. <laughs> I mean, do you think that we are the only sort of creative person? Like, are we... The, In our family? Yes. Like, are we the aberration? Yes. I don't know anyone in my family. None of my cousins are creative. They're all like business people, yes. finance people, real estate. Yes. Um, They play sports. Yes. Um, my brother, my brothers play like either video games mm-hmm. or sports. Like they're not, they, they've never, I don't think I've ever seen them doodle. You know, like. Yeah, I doodle. You, I'm a doodler. Do you doodle? I doodle. When do you doodle? I used to, you know, when I used to doodle when the most. When I was most, young? When I was young and yeah. I would be on the phone. Doodle. You know when you're on the phone, yes. like terrestrial line, yes. landline, yes. and it's like the little curly yes. um, thing, and I would like curl and li- talk on the phone and doodle. That's yes. like the only time I was like visually creative or something like that. But it was never, um, it was never to like reinterpret something, to express emotions, no. to show beauty, nothing like that. It was just no. like, it was almost like a, a stimming for anxiety. Yes, that's how I doodled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just cross. I do cross hatching. I do yeah. swirls. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. S- Remember the S thing that you made? Like you made like three the, lines, like and a then- Stussy S. The, or whatever. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was Stussy, but that yeah. Yeah, I that, used to do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone in my family either that was creative I don't, at East all. East Asians, East Asians overall, I don't think that's like. What really are you talking about? Our... There's so many. There's so many people that are deeply creative. Like I knew so if many. If you're people. in Asia, if you're in like <laughs> Asian Americans, name one Asian American artist. Visual. David Cho. Oh, okay. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> there's so many. We had so many kick-ass Koreans that were visual. Oh, Mina artists. Chun. Yes. Yeah, and there's yes. also like a very famous <laughs> video artist who like started. Um, oh, was like that. One of the f- oh, yeah. It's yeah, like he, right. one of the first people to. I think that there is. All right, fine. Maybe it's just us. Maybe it's no. not an Asian thing. Like you and I are, come from a family that did not. Um, we didn't. Did, no one encouraged us to be like frivolous with art. And, and it's creativity. also it's definitely a class thing because if you're yeah. a fancier Korean, there are people that had parents go to that art school, art school, or mm-hmm. had or had parents that were also creatively inclined that did calligraphy. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I, yeah. I mean, you had to be really rich yes. to do calligraphy. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Like, that's your area of study, brushstrokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're called? independently rich. What is that called? The, like, calligraphy? I, I don't know. 
You mean like Chinese letters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like learning. And then it. they have to like use their other hand yes. to like guide it and yeah. like dip it in <laughs> the ink. Yeah. You know, like all those K dramas where the woman would drink the ink to kill herself. Do you ever seen those? I've never those? seen that. No. Yeah, yeah. And their mouths are like black. Yeah. It's Do you like die a, if you drink ink? I don't know. I I I assume that there's something poisonous in it because I've seen several yeah. K dramas. That are historical K dramas where they drink the oh the historical yes yes, yes. where they yeah, drink yeah. the ink in order to die but I don't know let us know yeah I may have just made that up but I think that's real I I remember the black you know yeah. like that and the water witches yeah calligraphy um is a, a very much like an ancient art form that's ours mm-hmm. right like uh, or at least the like East Asian calligraphy and the For Chinese sure. letters and stuff like yeah. that. And usually they're writing like, um, uh, you know, um, aphorisms. Like it's not just you're not you're not just writing A B C D E F G. Like they're writing like phrases sure. to like ha- hang on a, on mm-hmm. top of your you know the archway of your home. Right, or something a, like that. a yeah. bending willow sends wind. <laughs> yeah, it's small poetry. <laughs> yeah, small like a weird yeah. haiku that, that you're like, oh, you have to be like, oh, macho macho, like, yeah. oh, like, uh, oh, like it's very beautiful, like you know, it's all yeah. I, my. I love uncle, to take a class yeah. in that. Did your uncle do that? My uh, uncle, who became who is very rich in Korea, that's what mm. he, he does golf and that. Okay, exactly. Yeah, I have a friend whose dad is. Um, a well-off artist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who sits there and does calligraphy every morning as like a meditation. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. It's so fancy. It it's is like, very fancy. it's a fancy level of Asian that like, I am afraid to approach, but one day I, okay. When I'm like retired or I, you know, like I have enough money where I don't need mm-hmm. to like work, work. Sure. I would love to get into calligraphy. And here's why. Cause my, um, type of kimchi the type of kim i am yeah. kimchi. Uh-huh. i did some research and we go back to like the king's philosophers oh, we wow. were like we were the guys writing you know okay. because like no yeah. one else in the kingdom knew how to read or write oh. you know yeah, yeah. so like it was the scholars you're, the confucian the scho- you're from the scholarly cast yes. the, especially okay. the confucian scholars uh-huh. and and we used to like you know write down laws and shit like that yeah, and, yeah, like yeah. whatever you know so i would love to like tap back into my ancestry that way. Your ancestral kimchi, like yeah, yes. you're you're trying to get tap tap into that. Um, yeah, I mean that's like so you do come from sort of a a fancy ancestral line. I, of I do scholars the, of yes and literate people that yes gave that information to others. But let me tell you, not one person in my immediate family has ever I've ne- I've ever seen them read a book. Yeah, me neither. Not one. Me neither. Not one. They'll, they'll read the newspaper, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like looking through newspaper. But not one time have I ever seen my uncles, aunts, my grandmothers, anyone just open a book and read it. I don't read. Isn't I that crazy? My parents never read a book. My parents had no books aside from the blue Korean English dictionary. <laughs> right. Or the King James Bible. The, the, my parents didn't read the Bible. Um, <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> oh. My dad was very church? skeptical. We did go to the church, but my and I guess for a but while. But they weren't home it. reading. No, they weren't. They oh. were kind of protect. They would have it in the car so that when they went to church, they had it. But they never butted oh. to the home. Oh, and my wow, dad wow. was always okay. very like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, he was a, a Buddhist that went along for the ride, and my mom was the one that was trying to, you know, kind of. She was converted by the woman that you know 
uh, employed her at the wig store, the beauty supply. So she was just going. Uh, indoctrinated by Yeah, it's indoctrinated. But she wasn't, you know, they, I like, I was the one that was pushing for it. They had no mm-hmm. real interest. They were, they didn't no. want to read. They didn't want to study. I, I'm thinking now that it's a lofty thing, right? Like it's a lofty thing to sit there and read a novel. Yes. Especially for immigrants who like don't have fucking time. Yeah. My parents never, it's so crazy that I was so into reading given that there's no culture. Me too. I was so into reading. Yes. I I guess like I just wanted to get lost. I didn't like Mm -hmm. my life. So I wanted to like get lost in like fantasy or someone else's life or story. And I, you know, that was, I loved sitting in the corner and just diving into my books. Yes. And did you ever do this? Like when you're like reading voraciously and you're mm-hmm. literally like turning pages, turning pages. Yes. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And your mom goes, and you're just like, ah, no, not right now. You know, and you start going crazy and screaming. Yes. <laughs> because your, your line, of, your, you know, the, the groove that you're in mm-hmm. is keep being interrupted. And I remember being so fucking mad at my parents when they interrupted me when I was reading. I used to hide my books in the crevice between my bed and the wall and they would be stacked up so I can just put them on top of one another and I would just read like when I was when I was supposed to be sleeping mm-hmm. and I used to have a touch lamp. Do you remember touch lamps? Yeah, of and, course. And it was a very the three levels, the three levels, touch, touch, touch. And then the fourth touch was off off. And then <laughs> um, it was a specific lamp. It would it had gray like little light it was like shingles on the lamp surrounding it and Mm -hmm. um i just remember when i would read i'd have it on the lowest so they wouldn't but then if i heard my mom coming i'd go i had to because it was just that one i couldn't just turn it 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 because it goes up it gets higher (laughs) it gets higher and they have to go down so i just like wrap it like (laughs) i thought you know and this it may, I think it made me think that I would be really good at Jeopardy because you have to just like this and also made yeah. me a very good masturbator. Oh, like, because you're tap, 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 tap. <laughs> <laughs> like all this like, I don't know. I just think it was very <laughs> informative. So but yeah, I mean, I was a deep, I was such an intense reader. I would, I used to read in the shower. So wow. Much, how? So I would hold it out, like I would hold it out. Like, oh my outside, god! And I would, that is so funny. And so, so many of my books would you be couldn't miss a you couldn't miss a second. That's why you were like so involved. Well, because like so, like you were saying, like so much of your life is <laughs> you want to escape and yeah. the mundane in your life. It's the equivalent of why people are addicted to their phone now, mm-hmm. right? It's just a constant stimulation that you need. Mm-hmm. And I was just as equally as addicted to television, but. I would right. just read very voraciously. And so many of my books are waterlogged. I remember the first time I moved <laughs> in uh, with uh, my now husband. And he was just like, why are all these books wrinkled? Ruined, yeah. <laughs> Ruined. And, bloated. Uh, <laughs> bloated and, and crinkly. I was like, oh, yeah. there's because I would read them in the shower. And he was just like, what the fuck is that? that it was is like, so funny. And the thing is, it's so such a weird behavior that kind of disguises sort of a dark darker thing that's happening but yeah i i was really into reading i mean my son is like this now too he really gets upset if we have to pivot and like come down for a yeah. dinner and he really gets upset and i forgot you're mentioning it i'm like right i was the same way i, I have to yeah. remember to be kinder about it because now i'm like stop like <laughs> we're gonna have to get you tested you're, you're so weird like you honestly if i had if i had kids and they were like obsessed with reading mm-hmm. i would be so happy because I understand that they're not cool. Yes. But at the same time, like reading books, 
I guess it depends on what kind of book, but like reading books and being addicted to it is like the best thing for, for a kid yeah. than anything else, like video games or TV or whatever. You know, sure. like at least like if you're reading, you're practicing reading and you're understanding the use of language and mm-hmm. um, your imagination's on fire. Like, I, I think that's great. I think that's so cool. I mean, it also makes him a bit of a drama drama queen. You know, everything. Hey, is- <laughs> that's where we got it from. <laughs> <laughs> everything is like, he's despair. So he uses the word, I'm despairing. Like, he's Oh always, my like, God. He's, that's so he's, cute. He's, no, it's like, <laughs> like, he'll spiral about like having to brush his teeth. Like, my life will never be correct. Like, it'll never be all for a, a good again. Like, he's just spiraling because he's using the language of these fantasy novels because uh, they are they're dealing with like life or death stakes. What is he reading right now? It's a series called Amulet that's very similar to Lord of the Rings. I mean, oh, okay. it's all the same sort of bullshit, right? There's But it's an, like four kids. It's four children. I've been reading it with him. It's it's good. It's very similar to Lord of the Rings. There's a quest, there are elves, there's a a dark entity, you know, there's different races working together. Different races working yeah. together. They're also uh, you know, at war with magic. Each other. Yeah, there's magic, there's history, there's Ooh, wars, I there's old that. wars. Yeah, I mean I love it. So it's interesting, but also he's employing this hyperbolic language around mm. very mundane things. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> that's why when you know I brought when we brought home uh, my daughter, uh-huh. the first thing he whispered to her was, I love you. I will never mm. betray you. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> because there's all these, like, blood feuds and betrayal happening in everything he reads. So he's just like, this is oh the kindest God. This is the kindest thing I can say to this person. Which Also, is- that is the most Korean thing. <laughs> Exactly. Just the idea of like, I'm so loyal and you'll never, ever face betrayal, not from me. <laughs> I, your brother, ki- pledge my allegiance to Just you. The, yeah. <laughs> I bend down and kneel down in fealty. <laughs> Soon, like in a couple of years, he's going to start using words around you that you're going to be like, hey. And then like, you're going to have to go turn around and look it up. <laughs> I mean, the thing is like, there are parts of it where I wonder because our parents didn't understand uh-huh. what like it, it sometimes understand what we were talking about. I'm sure when especially when I was speaking Korean to my mom and there were so many uh, more elevated language I wanted to use. And if yeah. I use it and I had to use English, there was just there was no way she could understand. Uh-huh. And so and did you love that? No, because it Uh-oh. breaks down this communication with her that I never got to express more sophisticated ideas or how I was feeling. And so Mm -hmm. it always had to stay relatively rudimentary. And then when you're staying Mm -hmm. there, I think the feelings you're expressing are also rudimentary and brutish Mm -hmm. and can very Mm -hmm. quickly become just mean as opposed to navigating sort of a nuanced conversation. Right. Yeah. Um, like, so it was Mother's Day, right? And my mom came over and we were, you know, celebrating her. Not me, because it's her day. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. But it, there's this... Because even with my husband now, she's trying to 
she really wants to be very close to both of us and we are we spend so much time together but because i can't express everything in a sort of elevated way even though everything we're talking about is very mature Mm -hmm. she gets really frustrated because sometimes we're just i'm not we're not laughing at her but uh, sometimes what she's expressing is so comically over the top you know she's and it's like for example because it's very korean right like it's um I can't, I, my body is never going to, um, you know, I, I, everything hurts. Everything mm-hmm. is, you know, I can't believe this. Everyone is so impressed with the fact that I can even care for you guys. Everyone feels sorry for me. Like, you know, the Korean phrases I'm talking about, right? Like yeah. people are always surprised that I'm even over here and helping you. Everyone my is. God, <laughs> it's, it was martyrs day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And the thing is, she wants me to say, mm. like, yes. you know what I mean? She wants me yeah. to say these, like, she wants, cr- she wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. Like, and you, you and right. knowing you, you are, you are not giving that. I, I you start, are abstaining. And the thing is, she's saying this as she's like moving around very spryly, making like slapping away people. She wants to get up and make the pop. Like, you know, she wants to do all these things. So she's, complaining in a way and also um making us seem ungrateful in a kind of nuanced way that's hard that as i'm explaining to max he's laughing because it's so over the top because there's a little bit of this nuance that's lost in that translation right because of the cultural thing and he's just like laughing because it's so Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's funny. From a woman that is clear, clearly of sound by, body and mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she's fine, but she she wants, wants to be she wants to be treated like uh, an infirmed person or and, like someone who's like, like like we're all sitting around her deathbed, bringing up a bowl of um, hanyak to her mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like to her and you're like lips. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, we weep because of the sacrifices she's made. Yeah, and she's drinking the hanyak like this might as well be a bowl of ink. Yeah. The amount I have struggled. <laughs> you know, she wants, like, and she wants me to be weeping and being so grateful. And yeah. I'm, there's like this lack of the casualness like the funny of it she just can't get there because it's very american to be like isn't this a little ridiculous i'm not like you know come on and and also even the guilting she does on a level that's very high that i can't Mm -hmm. really explain or give context to my husband so he also thinks it's funny but he's thinking it's funny because it's so hyperbolic he's not thinking it's funny coming from the generation's (laughs) <laughs> sure like he doesn't get it contextually exactly because also yeah when you laugh about or if you can laugh about it you're laughing because you can't cry anymore right <laughs> you have to just be like well what the fuck are you gonna you know there's yeah. this level of it where you can't cry about it anymore and you can't get angry about it anymore so it's interesting because now even with my uh that it the babysitter and slash nanny that I have come to the house while I work, my mom, because have you ever um, had a, like a person who comes clean the house ever like in your place? 
No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. But like, so the way that my mom talks to this person and has mm. spoken historically to other people like that she's ever encountered in my home is mm. rude. Like it is 100% condescending and 100% like um, exactly the behavior of someone who's never had this kind of power or never had this kind of money and how mm-hmm. they would treat someone if they just got a little bit of it, right? Like someone who gets gets to be middle management, how they treat people after. Okay. What did she like, say? She's just very picky about what they should or should not be doing. She goes okay. out of her way. She's to, micromanaging. She's micromanaging. She's Does she ever say thank you or please? Absolutely not. Never. And <laughs> she is very dismissive of anything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's funny to see this person get like a whiff of what it's like to be of status. Me. Yes. Yeah. No, no. Like, yeah. It, like the, the nanny and babysitter, she was just like, Oh, oh the nanny. Okay. Yeah. She was like, you know, she kind of, um, told me to tell you that, um, my daughter has a little bit of eczema and that we mm-hmm. need to be doing something about it. And so she told my <laughs> nanny about it and then told her to tell me. And I looked at the nanny and I was like, Oh, she's already told me. <laughs> <laughs> Several times. Yeah, and, yeah. And she also... And I'm fully ignoring her. Yeah. The eczema will go away on its own. And you're not hearing the other stuff that she inclu- packaged in it, which was my failure to recognize that my daughter needed this in the first place. Right. That right. Um, I need to be doing better as a mother. And that, um, what are you doing? You know, and I was like, there's a bunch of stuff that you don't get privy to. Because she is saying it to you as well. But she's saying it in Korean. So you don't get right. it. She's not. There is. You're no missing all the nuances. Nuance of, the of it. So, yeah. I, but it's just even with only hearing thirty percent of it, she was like, mm-hmm. "This is a lot," and I was like, "You're. Yeah. This is just a small peak because you're scratching the surface, honey. Because sometimes when you talk or complain about it to your white friends, sometimes they, I feel like our American friends think that we're exaggerating. Yeah, that that like somehow they don't get, they yeah, don't get it because they, they they don't understand the context of how someone could be so mean <laughs> <laughs> and rude and heartless when they speak to their own progeny. <laughs> because they're like, there's absolutely no way it's actually like this. Right. And and then especially when they meet your mm-hmm. mom or mm-hmm. my mom, yeah. they're very nice. It's all smiles. Well, you, our moms. Yes. Right. They put on their best face, their best behavior. They've all of a sudden learned manners. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then when they leave the house, it's like, oh, it's a kitchen. You know? Yes. <laughs> so, and that's what they mean where like your American friends are like, oh, she's not that bad. She yeah, seems really you nice. You so seem extra. Really, yeah. You see, she's so nice. She's so kind to you. She said these mm-hmm. nice things about you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're, you're getting such a small a fake version of it. Right. And I remember saying once, um, I think I said it casually to a mutual friend and she was, I was like, you know, my mom always want, um, she says to me that I hope you get cursed with a daughter as bad as you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like in this friend And that's was, like a normal saying in Korean. It is like, it's a very, like, it's that's a That's not saying. something that... 
is should it come with any shock no or surprise I mean, and you know this our parents don't read they're not getting anything new they're not no, able no. to come they're just recycling the stuff recycling. from the 80s that yeah. they <laughs> brought over from the motherland <laughs> like they're not getting any new terms or phrase they're not yeah. making up anything i wish my mom would it. learn a new way to neg me yes. just new new language to put me down it's because like the 80s 70s 80s language is just like it's too old it's it's not it's like funny now because like you need to be updated in the way you like yeah the get way you put fresh, me down get me some fresh new material like i yes. think just something you know yeah. and so is this what happened on New uh, on Mother's Day? Is that what happened? Oh, it was elevated to a level. Where what she, happened? She felt very insulted that we were not um, reverential enough. That oh she did not receive enough gifts. We did not think enough. What did you about get her? Everything. Did you get her a gift? Yeah, we got her like a like an eighty dollar orchid. Oh wow! Okay, that's nice. I mean, yeah. Think about spending that much money on a fucking orchid, and and orchids are hard to keep alive too. That's what I mean. She loves yeah. to do that shit. She likes it. She, oh, she likes the um botany and yeah, like the gardening like it's a, it's and the beautiful, flowers and stuff. Yeah, it's a very beautiful flower. It's clearly yeah. very expensive, and uh, I we ordered like a ton of sushi, like you know, mm-hmm. um, hey, like you know what I mean? Like we, I did it. We did it. We sh- we showed up. Uh huh. But it wasn't enough. She, it wasn't enough? Because she of, wasn't happy? Because of how hard she's working and how sick she is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she's about to die. <laughs> and this is the best you can do? Like, Let me ask you, is there anything you could have done that would make her satisfied? Or is this just like an uphill? It's a Sisyphean. Peter, do you think there's anything you could have could do to make your mom say something without saying something backhanded? Negative? Yeah. No. No, that's what I mean. there isn't. There that's, isn't. Was, so that's what I mean. Like, there's no way you're losing anyway. The fact no that she's alive win. and near you, you lost. <laughs> there's, you, you're not going to win. <laughs> even when she, even when she passes, you're you're going to lose because there's going to be that specter hanging over you always. You can't. <laughs> the karmic cycle continues. <laughs> like as she slips away, she's just like. Yeah. Just know that I'm still disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If my mom's in a hospice, she's like, she would be like, oh, wow, uh, could have been a nicer bed. <laughs> like it's, I mean, it's just this, it's just interesting now to have, as, as I get older and as we're having more mature conversations, I am thinking that I'd like to learn a more sophisticated sophisticated type of korean so that mm-hmm. she like i can express to her i i, I was thinking things. exactly that while you were telling me the story because yeah. i think because she doesn't understand your english yes. and you don't understand her korean mm-hmm. you're stuck in this kind of remedial way of communicating with each other yes. right um i happen to i'm lucky enough to know korean enough yes where i can kind of go there with my mom yes i can say i can say how this is what you say and that makes me feel blank mm-hmm. you know what i mean that is a more sophisticated way of a first generation talking to their immigrant parents mm-hmm. like it's because that's not a language we understand or know or or able to like replicate or study so you have to be able to talk in these kind of layered ways yes. that 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 that's not just like mother daughter yeah. which means that you have to figure out a sense of intimacy where you are equals 
or friends or something like that. Where it's like not not chingu, but like yeah. cohort, not mother daughter. Where there's this like unscalable uh, wall between you two because it, you know everything in Korea is about like patriarchal or like um, status driven. You know what I mean? Like everything yeah. has to be like you're older, I'm younger. This is the space that is between us. You have to be able to knock that out down with language, and that is so hard. It's it, it's impossible unless it's impossible. like yeah. you both learn the same language. Yes, like literally, because even yeah. if we were to share the same language, yes. I think we'd still have difficulty. Sure, sure, but at least like sort of- at least like she gets what you're saying. Yes. You know what I mean? She might not. She might not like accept the premise. Sure, that she, at, she's at hurting your feelings, but she, she understands like, that feelings? you have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and they can be hurt. She like, might she might she might be like I didn't do that. That's on you. Those are your feelings. Only you could hurt your own feelings. I mean but, literally that I mean, she, that was our most recent big like literally our most recent big fight was that. She was like your feelings don't matter. She's literally yeah. like you're telling me about your feelings and I was she's like what does that have to I don't do care. with me? Yeah. No, she's like yeah. you're still not listening to me. So even if we were to bridge, and I came to her with Google Translated fucking... Tra- oh, no. Oh, yes. no, not Google Translate. And, and I, That'll I, take all the nuance out of it. No, but I'm, even then, I was trying... <laughs> I, like, I, I dumped it down. I um, sotorited uh, it up. Like, you know, yeah, I, yeah. Like, I, I revamped it. Revamped it. Yeah, and... And it was still so fraught. It was still so um, impenetrable. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't feel encouraged to try again. Okay. And then after Mother's Day this past week, I I feel even less so. You know, both of us are very close to just giving up. You yeah. know, like we're both yeah. just like, this is... Uh, but kudos year. for trying. Kudos to you for trying because like you're at an age where you could give up right now. I literally you could said, give up and you'll you don't you don't ever have to look back because you have kids of your own so you could just focus on them and not worry about your mom but I, I think that's admirable of you to even try you know to like add that hat to the end so that she feels comfortable <laughs> receiving <laughs> um I, I think yeah. that's really cool and so what happened with you for Mother's Day what did Max or your kids do for you or how did they celebrate you Shut up. <laughs> Are you serious? They didn't do I, anything? They, they didn't You're really a mother of two. They really didn't do anything, and which is fine, but I... No, it's not fine. What the fuck? Why is I, that happening? I, I specifically wanted... You said no? I said because I've been doing so many shows, so... Okay. I've been <laughs> that's, so that's many shows. That's good for you. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, I've been so many shows. That's what I prefer to do with, like, any sort of freedom or gift of time that I'm receiving, uh-huh. I, my husband is doing um, a lion's share of the child rearing. Rearing? Like, okay. Yeah, like in the He's hours between like six and nine while uh-huh. I'm going to do shows. And also I – all I want, and I'm going to do that next week, is mm-hmm. go to Kim go to Kim Spa. King Spa. <laughs> Kim Spa. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
So you want your family for Mother's Day to leave you the fuck alone? Yeah, I want to be alone. I want. I don't need to be. I need. That's great. I don't need to be fed. I don't need to be appreciated. I just really want to be left alone. I want to be left alone in a way that is profound. I want. I I want to be left alone for many hours, not just a little bit. For many hours, no interruptions. No interruptions, and I really want a, a, a minute to just think. Okay, I love that. <laughs> a day of solitude. That sounds just, great. Yeah, yeah. For for a mother of two. That sounds yeah. really great. You know, without having to think about Amazon purchases and who needs to go where and what's happening. So yeah. that's really all I wanted. So I didn't need to be fetid any sort of way. And I will say, and we've talked about this, that that expectation always leads to disappointment. So I, that's why I used to call uh, Valentine's Day um, our annual fight because <laughs> I would have this expectation mm-hmm. and he would never be able to deliver. To deliver, yeah. And so, now, be- are, is that because your expectations were never verbalized or they were verbalized and it was still ignored? Oh, no, no. I verbalized. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> I was verbalized. That's and horrible. We need to fix that. No. I verbalized. <laughs> and then every year we'd have a fight. And then I, and I, inside of the fight, I'd be like, hey, remember this fight for next year. For next year. <laughs> and so I just changed my That is true. If you don't want to be upset, you have to lower your expectation. And, and, and I didn't even. It's really. A, I didn't lower my expectation. I just changed it. I got rid of it. You got rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. and that's, and now it's kind of fixed it. And I don't. There and also like you know this your expectation and um, your desire for that sort of fetting changes Mm -hmm. with time. Like, do you need a lot of hullabaloo over these things? No, no, no. It's nice, but it's not. You'd rather have like a more intimate thing that you guys both collaborate on. And I just want to be. I just want to know that I was thought of. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need gifts so i don't need like anything really i just want to know that on this day that you thought of me for an additional five minutes i want to be considered just just co- yes exactly i just want you to consider me my feelings what i might need mm-hmm. subvert my expectations <gasps> surprise me this is like we're like submitting take something off my plate we're submitting ourselves for emmy nominations if this is for your consideration <laughs> Yeah, you exactly. know, we just want yeah. you. I just want to be nominated. I want to be considered. That's it. I want to be honored. I don't need I don't, to win. I don't need to win. No, I just want my photo to show up uh, next to like four other photos of someone that looks like me. Yeah. And that, that's it. That's all I need. And so for someone else to win. I don't need like stuff because I could buy my own stuff. Yes. And honestly, like you're not going to get me something that I like better than me. No. So we don't need that. But if there's something I, I love when someone thinks of making my life easier mm-hmm. and doing that act of service without even me knowing. For example, putting gas in my car Ooh. because you know that's gonna save me some time tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I yes. oh I get horny off of stuff like that. Yes, you know? my nipples just got hard. Yeah. Or like, oh, the car uh, or whatever, like the dog um needs to go get 
you know, shots or whatever. Like figuring out that before I have to plan it, right? Yes. Because you thought what would make Peter's life just a little easier? That's all I need. That's all I care about. Because you know why? You and I think about that all the time. All the you time. and I are t- thinking about that. You're thinking about that for your kids, your mother, your father, your husband, blah, blah. Like, I don't have that many people to care about, but I have a dog and a <laughs> partner. So like... I'm doing these things and I think in a very East Asian thing is acts of service because we don't, we're not good with our words. So we serve, we serve, but like, I want that for me too. I just want a little bit of servitude. That's it. Just make my life a tiny bit easier. And and, and I will trust me. I'll talk about that with my friends nonstop. Mm -hmm. Uh, The amount I complain about you, trust me, it'll be just a little less, you know, if you fucking detail the inside of my Subaru, please. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> help me. Help, help me. Help me. Just help me a little. Ayúdame. Please, por favor. <laughs> you know, it's um, it's funny that as we're saying this, I'm realizing that's kind of what my mom is looking for, too. Exactly. <laughs> But- We've come full circle and we're like, oh, God damn. God damn it. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, happy Mother's Day. I'm, I'm glad that you had a great time. And um, uh, I didn't do anything for Mother's Day because my mom's in Hawaii, but I sent her um, red ginseng um, drink. Oh, that's expensive. You know, Koreans be love. Yeah, Koreans yes. love that red ginseng. Yes, and she's she's talked about it more than twice. So now I'm like, okay, well, this is a that's my cue to fucking go to Amazon. Every, everything about <laughs> Korean health revolves around the phrase vitality. And this yes, is- <laughs> energy. Energy. <laughs> Energy. Vitality. And does it have anything to do with anything grounded in science or co- like a concrete thing about... And every time my mom says vitality, I'm like, this feels like you're saying like, um, like you're, this is how you get your dick hard. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like stamina. Like, yes. that's what I feel like they're talking about. Like vitality <laughs> for what? What are you doing that you need vitality for? It's, it's the like, fucking, right? It's, it's like your like- loins being like fired up. <laughs> It's truly like it's vitality and vitamins that are going to help you. Like it's just all revolving around this sort of like generalized idea of health that is like also it's funny because it's such a mainstay of wellness culture now. Mm -hmm. But Koreans have been doing this since the get go. Like giving each decades like where digging up ginseng roots on the side of a mountain and be like, oh, the older, the better. (laughs) They make a juice out of it. Like just yeah, I mean these people are like you think of celery root like we've been doing roots we've been doing root juice for quite Honey, some time, sir. We've like, been rooted. We've been rooted. So yes. <laughs> okay, are we, are, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, happy Mother's <laughs> Day to everyone. Uh, happy uh, June Pride Month coming up and yes. Apam the end of Apam A P H M. Thanks everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.